Welcome back to the Be Free Show, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Lueda Roshke, and we're talking about atonement, the covering, being cleansed, being washed, Yom Kippur, the holiest day of the year. Um, we are, well, that is today as a date of this recording, and uh, we've entered into a new year in the Jewish year. Their calendar is different than our calendar. Uh, they have the a Hebraic calendar, we have the Gregorian. And so if you're a Christian, we are now in a new year Praise because we God. are in Christ and we are in, we have been engrafted into the vine of Israel. Praise Thank you, God. Father. Thank you, uh, Father. We are not second-class citizens. Thank you, Jesus. We are children of the Most High God. Glory to God. Royal Hallelujah. priesthood. We are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a peculiar people. Mm-hmm. Some of us are more <laughs> peculiar than others. I, I actually uh, will say I, yes, I, I, I am I, peculiar. I, I fall under that. <laughs> but um, anyway, now we read in the top half of the hour from uh, Leviticus 23 about uh, the Day of Atonement. <clears throat> now I'm going to go back and read uh, in Leviticus 16. Now the Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron when they offered profane fire before the Lord and died. They just went in there and they offered strange fire. They didn't do the sacrifice uh, and those things as they were instructed to. And they just walked in there any way they wanted to. Got a little cocky, didn't they? They, they did. They got, <laughs> wow. They, they, and it cost them. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, your brother, not to come at, not to come at just any time into the holy place inside the veil before the mercy seat, which is on the ark, lest he die. For I will appear in the cloud above the mercy seat. Thank you, Lord, that you appear above the, the mercy seat. Yeah. Hallelujah. Mercy, mercy, mercy. Thank you. That's what you extend to us, Lord. Verse three. Thus Aaron shall come into the holy place with the blood of a young bull as a sin offering and of a ram as a burnt offering. He shall put the holy linen tunic and the linen trousers on his body. He shall be girded with a linen sash and with a linen turban he shall be attired. These are holy garments. Therefore, he shall wash his body in water and put them on. It was all speaking of purity and holiness um, coming before God in the right way. Um, and he shall take from the congregation of the children of Israel two kids of the goat, goats as a sin offering and one ram as a burnt offering. Aaron shall offer the bull as a sin offering, for which is for himself and make atonement for himself and for his house. He shall take the two goats and present them before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Then Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other for the scapegoat. And Aaron shall bring the goat on which the Lord's lot fell, and offer it as a sin offering. And it goes on and it talks about how that one goat is sent away, uh, and one goat, uh, one goat, the, they lay the hands on him, as we were talking earlier. He lays hands on him, in other words, transferring the sins of the people, and the other one was sacrificed at, to cover the sins of the nation, uh, which is to make atonement for himself and for his house. He shall put the incense on the fire before the Lord that the cloud of, of incense may offer, may cover the mercy seat that is on the testimony lest he die. It goes and talks about how the blood is sprinkled seven times and the goat for the sin offering is killed for the people. So it's, a, it's another look at the Day of Atonement. It's in Leviticus 16 and 23. It's both talking about the same thing. The primary purpose of chapter 16 is to instruct the priest in the proper way to atone for the people's purification, how to approach God lest he die, 
and how to cleanse the tabernacle to make possible God's continued presence on the Day of Atonement. The high priest wore special, less elaborate clothing, emphasizing his role as God's servant, stripped of all natural honor in God's presence. Um, the atoning ceremony itself consisted of four main elements, the sin offering of, for the priest, purification, the casting of lots to determine which goat to, goat to sacrifice as a sin offering for the people, the sacrificing of the goat, and the dispatching of a second goat into the wilderness. Uh, that describes the detail in, in, in detail in that chapter. So, you know, that's all in the Old Testament. Is the all the old company? It was the mm -hmm. old way of doing things. Mm -hmm. That's the way it was done before Jesus, mm -hmm. right? But it all still pointed to him. It all still pointed to him. Uh, the scapegoat was perhaps the most striking feature of the ceremony, symbolizing sin of the nation, sins away from them. This was the one facet observed by all the nation. The nation watched it. The nation, wow, watched that goat leave symbolically taking mm. their sins away till they never and they never saw that goat again. Um, this was the one facet observed by all the nation. The entire ceremony prefigured Christ's crucifixion and many of its elements are discussed in Hebrews, especially Hebrews chapter 9. The joyous New Testament news, however, is that whereas the Old Testament ceremony was inadequate and temporary, having to be repeated annually and then only partially dealing with the people's sin problem, <laughs> Jesus Christ's crucifixion was once and for all completely dealing with the sin and purification issues before the Lord. Wow. Wow. Pretty powerful. Very powerful. <laughs> I mean, they had to keep doing this. The, the, in the Old Testament, the priest so, himself had to give sacrifice for his own sin. So what man did didn't have much power. Right. But what God did yeah. was more than enough power. It was pointing toward Jesus, mm -hmm. but it couldn't deal with the sin problem. It couldn't eradicate the sin principle and um, the baggage that mm -hmm. comes with sin. That's why, that's why if we try to do it on our own before we ask Jesus into our heart to help us, we usually fail. Yeah. But if we go before him, ask him into our heart like we just did in the prayer before in the first half, then we have his power and, we can, and it's already dealt with. Exactly. It's already done. It doesn't have done. any right. No. Only an enemy is out there trying to remind yeah, you of it. Yeah, trying to stir it up. Right. But yeah. it doesn't have any right or any power over you. That's right. Exactly. So this is what we're talking about. This is this, uh, you know, this this day that we're recording is actually the day of Yom Kippur, September 19th. So you can be clean from all your sins before the Lord was what it says in uh, Leviticus 16.30. All of this was done. Here's the purpose of the whole mm -hmm. thing, that you may be clean from all your sins before the Lord. The day of atonement became the most sacred sacred day on the calendar of Israel. The people recognized their sins, number one. They confessed them before the Lord in fasting, repentance, and in self-examination. The Jewish sages taught that each person must first forgive his or her neighbor before requesting forgiveness from the Lord. So it's a day of taking stock, if you will. A, a day, and listen, it's we're in that season right now. It's a day of being thankful and grateful that your sins are washed and forgiven, mm -hmm. um, that, that you are cleansed by the blood. But it's also a day to examine yourself and say, have I let 
sin in? Am I practicing a lifestyle of sin somewhere in my area of my life? Because, you know, uh, the enemy will try to infiltrate. Uh, as he, he, he wants to tempt you and bring you back into sin and to that practicing, that lifestyle and sinning. But so we, they, what the Yom Kippur did is it caused the nation to stop, fast, pray, seek God, and also realize, okay, they wanted the blessing and, and the, for the new year. Mm-hmm. And so we're in that we're in that new year for for the Jewish people, and and we're engrafted in the vine. So I believe it is it's a uh, the time for us to fast and pray. They always fasted mm-hmm. on Yom Kippur from uh, sundown the night before because their days go by sundown, mm-hmm. sundown the night before until sundown the day of, you the know, time. full day mm-hmm. of Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. and they sought God. They sought God. And, and it was a national thing. Mm-hmm. And it was a national day of prayer for the nation. How about we have a, we pray for our nation this Yom Kippur, mm-hmm. as well as our family and our friends and, and our everything in our lives, but that we pray um, for the nation. Uh, the first covenant was entirely external. Think about that. It was everything done on the outside. There was nothing getting in to affect and change right. the sin on the right. inside. Right. Right. So it was all outside. It was um, a visitation culture. A it's visitation like going and putting my makeup on in right. the morning and covering up, yeah. <laughs> covering up the barn, you know. Right, right. <laughs> paint paint, <laughs> paint the, barn. the barn, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then you got to take it off and do it all again right, the next right, day. Right, right, right. <laughs> it set a standard but provided no power to keep it. So true. So true. The law could not keep them from sinning it could only cover it when they did right mm-hmm. uh this the law was the the standard mm-hmm. uh, but now we have jesus right praise god now we have jesus uh jesus ministry is performed under the covenant of god's grace wrought or brought within the mind and hearts so it went inside mm-hmm. the blood of jesus the cleansing it went inside of believers by the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh, thank, thank you, Father. Jesus. I need it. Thus, God established a new personal covenant relationship with his people. A personal relationship, not just a national thing. Personal. It, it kind of cracks me up, too. I never thought about this, but even in his preparation for us, he even knew that in this day and time, most of us wouldn't have goats and and cows and things. Most of us don't have that that stock Mm -hmm. to go pull from to cover our sins we we live in a you know a lot of us live in a city now in cities that don't do that and so he provided a way even so that i don't have to find these things these resources he resourced me right (laughs) and thank god we do not have to go to church to offer a sacrifice it's all been done um in in hebrews it says in chapter 9, verse 11. But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come. Mm-hmm. Thank, Thank you, Lord. Jesus. Good things Thanks. to come. Praise God. Um, with the greater and the more perfect tabernacle not made with hands, that is, not of this creation. Listen, he didn't come, it says in verse 12, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood. Mm-hmm. His own blood blood you stop and think what happened the to highest Jesus price Christ. he could pay yeah. right i mean he was beaten unrecognizable Unrecon- almost. <laughs> yeah, right pulled out his beard spat upon spear in the side a crown of thorns i mean we're talking 
long thorns, not little long thorns. He carried a heavy cross with his beaten body, his muscles and aching and things that, you know, when we don't even want to get out of bed because we got a cold and and here went Jesus. (laughs) Right. And the the flesh removed from his back, Mm -hmm. uh, nails in his hands and his feet. You think about that was what he did for me, what he did for you. And it wasn't the, not it was no for, longer a Not just for everybody, but right, for me. For me. Make it personal. Make it personal. And it wasn't a goat. It wasn't a calf. It was a son of it God was him. who did not have to do it. Wow. The spotless son of God. Spotless son of God. Not with the blood of goats and cows, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. Now, the holy place we're talking about, that's where the... The high priest would go in and sprinkle the blood and did it. The Jewish rabbis say it was in, you know, it was like in a whipping motion, right? right? Some say it was even in a motion of a cross. And so he entered that place, Jesus did, not with the blood of goats and calves. He's now the high priest, but with his own blood. He entered the most holy place once for all. And having obtained eternal redemption, for if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer, sprinkling the unclean, sanctifies, okay, sanctifies, or means sets apart, for the purifying of the flesh, how much more? How much more? I love that phrase, and I love the the phrase, the high priest of good things to come. How much more shall the blood of Christ, Mm. who through the eternal spirit offered himself Without spot, not one sin had he done, committed, not one, without spot or without blemish to God, cleanse your conscience. Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. Right there, it shows it went inside, mm-hmm. went the conscience. It went into the place that is needed to not just forgive or cover your sins, but to separate you from the power. So sin shall no longer exert dominion over you but that you exert dominion over it through Christ, that you no longer have to follow that sin pattern in your life, your old life, or the sin of your family, the generational curses, the iniquity. It, it, the blood, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offer himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. It cuts you off from sin and death. And that principle of sin working in your life, producing death and destruction. It cut it off. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. It cut it off. I don't think we really get that. I mean, I had some stuff I had to have cut off of me, not just to keep going back. Would you please cover it again? Go back. Would you please cover? Here's another bull. Would you please sacrifice this bull? Would you please sacrifice this calf for me again to the Levitical priesthood? No, one time done. I even see like when you said it cleansed our conscience or it went in the Holy Spirit. That's where we get that small voice that says, hey, baby, that's not going to benefit you. Steer Mm -hmm. away from that. So that you have, you are reminded that you have the power to overcome those things when they come against you. So it, 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 it did it two ways. Yes, it did. <laughs> thank you, Jesus, that you gave me a, con- a godly conscience. Amen. Because of it. Yes, thank you. Father. That I can be aware of you at all times. Yes, Lord. And what's going to benefit me. Yes, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. It's a complete salvation. It's not just a covering. It's right. a complete salvation. It's a whole Sozo, package. Rescue, preservation, deliverance, healing, salvation, peace. Um, 
it, it's everything in your life that needs salvation, not just your spirit to dwell with him forever, which is the main thing, mm -hmm. right? But it's everything pertaining to your life Jesus paid the price for. It's the benefit package that everybody's looking for. I mean, exactly. everybody goes to work these days or to buy a car or to buy something. They're like, well, what's it going to benefit me? Mm -hmm. What benefits am I going to get out of it? Well, let me tell you, honey, if you want the best benefit package, come on over to Christ. That's right. Exactly. Because <laughs> he paid for it all. Right. He knows every need, every need that you have and has made provision for it. All right. So. How much more shall the blood of Christ, praise God, praise God, he entered into the Holy of Holies with his own blood. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant that those who are called may receive the promise of the internal inheritance. Uh, verse 24, Christ, for Christ has not entered the holy place made with with hands, which are copies of the truth. See, everything that was on earth, the, the tabernacle in the Old Testament was a copy or a foreshadowing of the true, which is in heaven. Uh, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Uh, but now once at the end of the ages, he has appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Verse 26. Verse 28. Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many to those who eagerly wait for him he will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So there was a new way, okay? We have a new high priest. Mm -hmm. There was a new way made open uh, from because of what Jesus did. Uh, now, understand in the Old Testament, all the priests were born from the Levitical, Levitical priesthood. They were from the tribe of Levi, let me say it that way, tribe of Levi. But the fact that Christ was born of the tribe of Judah, not Levi, emphasizes the inauguration of a new priestly order. Mm -hmm. Hey, there was a whole, whole new, new thing happening. Yep, yep. <laughs> whole new salvation. The Greek, uh, verse 15 through 17, let me read that right quick. You are a priest, verse 17, you are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. Jesus Christ became the priest, right? Uh, it's a totally different priesthood. It supersedes what happened in the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. It's better. Mm -hmm. it's, it's more. Mm -hmm. It's complete. The first covenant proved weak and useless in providing either full access, which is what God wants you to have, mm -hmm. to God's presence or full fitness for his company. Therefore, it had to be annulled and a new and better hope introduced to succeed where it had failed. In the book of Hebrews, uh, it talks about better uh, hope, you know, uh, uh, several times. Jesus' priestly ministrations are endless and changeless. You know, you just said where it had failed, and I think that people misconstrue that sometimes. God's Word didn't fail. Right. So I just want to make that clear. It didn't fail. I believe that we had to go through a period of time of training to know the difference between good and bad, to know the difference between sin and holiness. So I don't, I don't want anybody to think that that the Lord's word failed the first time. Right. He had a plan all along. Right. You, you can't read any of it and not believe there wasn't a plan all mm -hmm. along. Well, and then the, the, the plan too was that all sin requires blood sacrifice. Right, right, the, right. The shedding of blood right. for the remission of right. sin, the, for the changing of sin, you know, eradicating right, it. Right, 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 right. So there had to be bloodshed start to happen way back then and right. rules and regulations and laws that... Uh, 
that were necessary right. for that sacrifice. And then it had to go down through the ages, down through time to where Jesus would come forth through the, the, the line of David, uh-huh. right? And all the way down to where the one that would come that would once and for all provide the sacrifice. Right, right. And so there's so many things and, and that are, were necessary and, and was took place mm-hmm. and was God built upon right. bringing Jesus Christ into yeah, that's what I'm saying. humanity. Cause, cause right. some people say, well, then why did it fail? And uh, that word that yeah. used that word, and I was right. like, it didn't fail. Right. It, it, it moved forward yeah. to, where, to it just God's it just, ultimate plan. <laughs> it made them able to, uh, God was their God right. because of the blood, but right. he, he, it was covered. Right. It had to someone something had to happen to remove the sin principle from right. us. Right. And praise God that Jesus did. Um, Jesus's priesthood supersedes Aaron's because his priesthood was established by God's solemn oath. His priesthood it's eternal. It's forever. Mm-hmm. He gave himself as a sacrifice. Jesus' priestly ministrations are endless and changeless, enabling him to bring a salvation. That doesn't lack anything. Thank you, Father. <laughs> Praise God. Total salvation demanded a perfect high priest and a perfect sacrifice for sins. That's our Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's our Savior. Um, Jesus, the, the old system is done away, replaced by the absolute eternal and perfect priesthood of Jesus. Praise God. Thank you, Father, for that. So we come into that new place in Christ. And we come into a place of mercy, a place, a place of place of grace. You know, now we have the Holy Spirit and the Word on the inside of us. We're covered and washed in the blood. We've been made new. And so, I want to just um, encourage you to see Jesus Christ eradicated sin completely. He's able to save. The Scripture says, "Save to the uttermost, to to every area." Completely, total. And so this week uh, that we're having, the Yom Kippur, would you seek God and would you ask the Holy Spirit to turn the searchlight on in your spirit? Ask the Holy Spirit to reveal any areas that you need to confess, that needs to be washed, so that what? So that you could have that total, intimate, close relationship. Mm-hmm. Nothing is in the way, mm-hmm. right? I know we're washing the blood, but let's, we as Christians still Let your slate be cleaned. <laughs> yeah, let your slate be clean. So that I don't want anything. All things are lawful, the Bible says, and all th- not all things are expedient or good for us. So I want to walk in alignment with, and listen, there are a lot of times I catch myself, I've got a wrong attitude, I've got a wrong motive, I've said something in a mean way or whatever, and I'll just say, Father, forgive me, mm-hmm. cleanse me. I want to, I want to have your heart the whole thing is I want to have his nature, his character. I want to present Christ uh, the right way. Right. I want to represent him, represent, mm-hmm. represent him in a way that's true. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'm not always <laughs> representing him the way that I want to. But so I let's seek the Lord. Let's ask for a reset. Let's let's push that reset button through your prayer. Let's allow God to bring us into a higher place, a better way, uh, into walking out in sanctification and holiness because we have a better high priest, because it was once and for all Jesus did it. 
but now let's let's enter into it. Let's come into agreement with it. Let's allow it. Let's give place to him. And uh, let's celebrate this new Jewish year. Let's celebrate Yom Kippur with that searchlight of the Holy Spirit and with prayer, seeking God. And fast, you know, fast if the Lord uh, speaks to your heart. Fast. Draw near. It's about drawing near to him. He's near. Let's draw near to him through our worship and our prayer and the word. You can do it any day, every day, every day, every day. It's just this is a um, a season. This is a time. This is a a Jewish high holy day, and we're we don't have to do the sacrificing they did. But let's come into agreement with what it stands for: drawing near to God, pushing the reset button for this new year that we've entered into uh, in Israel, and we're in we are engrafted in the vine. And let's see what let's let's ask God: What do you have for me this year? What is your will for me this year? What is your will for me right now? How can I enter into an agreement and alignment with it? Praise God. Listen, I'm so glad you joined me today. I invite you to go to our website at luada.org. There's lots of things there for you. We will see you next week.